Bokertov, and welcome back to our ongoing series of Shur and Mandaf Yomi. We're in Masachet Yivamot Daf Mem Gimel Amud Bet. About to take a look at Mishnat Yud Aleph. Um, and um, that has a very a, a relatively short Kamara attached to it. And then we will start Mishnat Yud Bet, which uh, we will only begin to parse today. Arbaachin Nesuin Arba Nashim. So the way that the Gemara will explain this case is you have four brothers married to four different women, umetu, and the four brothers died, and there's, of course, a fifth brother there. So there's several other brothers, uh, or shall we say there's these four brothers and four, Yivamot, four other brothers fall to them. It doesn't matter. Either way, if the eldest among them wants to be Miyavim, all of them, Harashut biado, he may do so. In other words, we don't say that a brother can only be miyabim one wife, he can be miyabim others, more. Misha nasu lishtei nashim umeit biyatav chalitzata shalachan miyan potera tzarata. This is something very straightforward that we've seen many times, and sort of been the premise of a lot of we've done, is that if two women fall to you from one brother, then the yibum or chalitz of one of them releases the other, or all the others. Now, let's say that uh, the two fell to you. One of them was a Grusha, uh, so, uh, and one was not. So, if you're going to give Chalitza, so give Chalitza to the Grusha. Right? But if you're going to do Yibum, then do Yibum on the Kshara. The truth is, you could do Yibum on either. The point is mainly the first thing which is that if you're going to give chalitza, so it really doesn't matter which one you give chalitza to, you may as well give chalitza to the grusha, because she's already also the kohen, as opposed to giving chalitza to the kshera, who will now become also the kohen, unnecessarily. Good. So the Gemara says, In other words, four of the brothers have four faults them from four different brothers. That's good. Harshuto, v'shav kilei. What, do we let him marry to take four? Latanyas, we see a drosha on pasuk number one on the page. This is if the man says, I don't want to do yibum. The text says that the zakinim uh, summon him. Meaning, hein veloshtuchan. They have talked to him themselves. lab. what does that mean? What does dibroelab mean? It means they advise him what the best thing to do is. Sheim hayahu yelad v'hizkenah. Let's say he was very young and the yivama was old. Or vice versa. They tell him, what do you want to get involved with somebody with such a big age gap? Go marry somebody who's your own age. In other words, they advise him to do chalitza. Don't create a situation that's going to be uh, unpleasant in the house. Which means that uh, clearly, why isn't Beitin giving him advice that he should uh, not be miyabim so many? Let him be miyabim one. And let the other brothers be miyabim others. So lo Right? Could be this is a situation where he does have the financial wherewithal to support four women. He's able to. So yachi afilu tuvanami. So why pick four? Why doesn't the mission just say as many as there are? So eitzatovah kamashvlan. The mission is giving us, incidentally, a good piece of advice. Dalad im tfelo that the max you should do is four. Kiheche dinimtiye ona bechodesh. That at least, based on the notion of having conjugal relations once a week, that way at least each one of them will have Ona at least once a month. All right, good. Misha and Asui. 
So the uh, the Mishnah then goes on to say that if um, that if that uh, the Bia or Chalitza of one of the wives releases all the rest. Uh, now that, that's a, again a very basic premise that we're dealing with. So now we're going to attack the premise. So Niyavim the Tavai. Why does any have even with both? Right, which means we've seen this drasha many times that you only build one house and not two houses. So why shouldn't you give chalitza to both? So the truth is, once he gives chalitza to one, he could give chalitza to the other, but it's meaningless. So he has also in the pasuk number one, verse number one on the page, beit chalutz That's what the guy is called. Beit Chalutz, not Batei Chalutz. Vayit Echad Uchol Eitz Venechol Eitz Shnei Batim. Uniyavim Echad Venechotz Lechada. So why don't we have him do Yibum on one and Chalitza on the other? I'm crying, Loyach Potz, the famous uh, approach to Chalitza, which is the Chalitza is an option. Meaning, Ha'achaf Eitz Yabem, Kol Ola Liv Mola Lachalitza, Kol Sheina Ola Liv Mola Lachalitza. So therefore, if you can't do Yibam on both, and that means once you've done Yibam on one, and you can't do Yibam on the second, you can also then come again and do the Chalitz on it. Right? If you we have another answer. People shouldn't think that if two women fall to you from one brother, that you have to give one Yibam and one Chalitz. You should know that you only have to give one. Viyomru, let them make that mistake. So who cares if after doing Yibam on one, he gives Chalitz? The Chalitz is meaningless. You're right, if you did it in that order, it would be okay. This we saw recently. The concern is that what if the guy says, well, I have to do chalitza on one, you another, I'll do chalitza first, then you Well, then he's being that's a very big problem. We've seen this in several other contexts. We said that maybe uh, the possibility that maybe only when the brother being miyapim is the bachor is their yibum, or maybe only when the father is not alive, so that their yurush is going to the uh, to the brother. There's no there's yibum. Now the other possibility is only when, the, when there's only one wife is yibum. So then why would the Torah have to do what our entire first parak was about, which is the Easter of tzarat erva? If you're going to tell me that any time there's two women fall to you, there's no mitzvah yibum, tzarat erva is just a non-starter. So Hashda Shtayim Ba'alma Amart Lo Bnei Chalitza Bi'ibum. If you're going to argue that when there's two women stop, you're going to say there's no Yibum or Chalitza at all. Tzarat Erba Mibaya. Sa'alav Alo Itzdarich Sa'alav Alo Chaminarik. The truth is that really I might need. Sa'alav Alo Erba Abrai Kaima. I might think that if I have an Erba fall to me plus a co-wife, that the Erba is effectively out of the picture, right? And therefore, Metitiapim Tzaratat. So therefore, I would think that there's only one woman here, which is the Tzaran, and she has Yibum, therefore the Torah says, Tzara Tereva Kerev. Right? The answer is that I really do not know that, uh, that you can't give Yibum to one and a Chalitza to the other, except that the text says Yivim To twice in the Valtai, Yivim To Ashara, Vamta, Ramra Yivim To, Ein Yivami, said in the opposite order, and that is there to expand that um, that yibum applies uh, to only one, and therefore the chalitza applies to. So, in other words, the fact that it says yivimto twice is there to expand it even to a case where there are multiple wives. There still is a din of yibum, and not like the very bizarre havamina that we threw out, 
which is the Ibum would only take place when there's only one wife. Good. So the end of the Mishnah said uh, that referring to this Mishnah, Rebbe said the aphorism person shouldn't throw out good, clean, good potable water when somebody else needs to drink. In other words, here's a woman who's a Kshera, and the other wife is a, is a Grusha, and so if you give Chalitza to the Kshera, then effectively you're, you're making her inaccessible to a coin. Give the Chalitza to the, uh, to the one who's already a Grusha. You don't worsen her status at all. Okay, the next Mishnah, which is uh, mismarked here, I think it really should be Mishnah Yabet, um, reads as follows. Right. Grushato is a parsha of the Torah. In uh, the the last pasuk of it is on page on the page pasuk two, but its pasuk says kikach ishishal v'yalav ayan nutzim sachen meinav etc. Famous pasuk of kedushin and gittin, and the guy is Megarish's wife and she marries another man and that other man either dies or divorces her. Lo yuchal balam yishon asher shilchal akam lashul lekachta he can't take her back. That's called machzir grushato. So now machzir grushato. That's a lot. A man who marries his chalutza, meaning he gave her chalitza and then he marries her, and there's a lav there of asher lo yibneh. Or somebody who marries the kin of his chalutza, like achot chalutza. Now we're starting to deal with the old issue of mamzerut. It will come full force in Daf Memtet. Referred to it many times, but this is the opening salvo. Rabbi Kiva says, in those cases, the Amos get divorced, and the kid is a mamzer. Chamim ain't avlad mamzer. Chamim disagree. Modim benosei korvat gerushato shavlad mamzer. But Chachamim asid to Rabbi Kiva that if a man marries korvat gerushato, meaning, for instance, he was married to a woman, he divorced her, and then marries her mother or her sister, while the, while the ex-wife is alive, then the kid indeed is a mamzer, because that's chavikrit. Good. Now, does Rabbi Kiva really believe that if you marry a chod chalutzato, as an example, the get is a mamzer? And there's something we just recently saw. And we assume that this statement in, t- takes into account even Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Meaning everybody agrees that, that um, any relations with the kin of your chalutza is a derabanan. So the answer that we give uh, provisionally is Tani Kovat Guru Shato. You're right. The proper text in the Mishnah should be uh, That makes sense. Because like, at the end of the Mishnah, what does it say? The Chachamim agree in the case where you marry the kin of your Grusha. So if you agree that in the Reisha, Rabbi Kiva is referring to her, a Grusha, that's why Chacham say, in that case we agree. But if you say that we're not talking about that case, then what is it that they're agreeing to? Rabbi Kiva says A, B, and C, and Chacham say, we agree in case X. X has nothing to do with that. So maybe what Chachamim are being modeh means, we're not saying there are no mamzerim unless it's uh, the most severe, like mitot beitin, but rather we agree that korvat grushato, which is almost always uh, going to be a uh, karate, creates mamzerim. So hatani lalakamah, we already have that in the famous Mishnah Daf Memtet, ezu mamzer, kol she'er basar shubalo yavo. Rebbe Kiva says that all the lotas says, 
ורבי שמעון התימני אומר, כל שחייבים עליו כרת בידי שמיים, בהלכה כדבריו. שמעון התימני presents what is the halachic opinion, which is that anyone with whom the relationship is a chiyuv kareh. Uh, good, so we already have that information. So maybe that's the exact point of our Mishnah, to put Rabbi Shimon Atimani in our Mishnah as the Stam opinion. And that's why it says, But not that Rabbi Kimu was talking about. So if that's the case, why do Chacham agree about Korat Gerushato? Rabbi Kimu wasn't talking about it. The Chacham should say, but we agree if it's a Chayv Akritut, it's a Mamzer. It must be that that's what Rabbi Kiva was talking about. And that Rabbi Kiva, the proper gears from Rabbi Kiva is Korvat Guru Shato. No, maybe not. Maybe Rabbi Kiva really meant Chalut Sato. Maybe the Modim in the Seifa is, it's not so much A, B, C, and then X. It's like A, B, C, and C prime. Because after all, in the in the ratio, Rikiva talked about Mazir Grushato, so Grusha is in there, and Nosei Chalutzato, and Nosei Krovat Chalutzato. So so the Chacham could turn around and say, well, we don't admit that any of those things, we don't agree that any of those things are Mamzer, but if you put half of this and half of that together, which is Grushato and Nosei Krovat, put those together, then you do have a Mamzer. Maybe that's what they meant. Which means that Rabbi Kiva really does have a very uh, Polar, uh, polar opposite opinion, not polar opposite, really, but very distant opinion from Chachamim. He holds that Nosei Korvat Chalutzato is uh, a great Tzamamz, and Chachamim is saying not that, and not Nosei Chalutzato, no Chai but we do admit that if you're Nosei Korvat Kurushato, that's a that's a Mamz. Korvat Chalutzato, Rabbi Kiva, Havi Mamzer. Shavachia Barabam, Yochanan, Hainu Tamir, Rabbi Kiva, Damar Kwa, Beit Chalutzanao. And here's what Rabbi Kiva says, that Achot Chalutzah is Doraita, unlike what Rosh said about Rabbi, because the Pasuk refers to the Cholets as Beit Beto. So the text refers to him and her as having a bayit, even though they never lived together. She fell to him and he gave her Chalitza, so it refers to them as having a bayit. So now we have a statement of uh, Rav Yosef in the name of Rebbe's son, going back in a few generations. He says, everybody agrees, we'll have to see who the everybody is, that Machzir Grushato, even though, unlike Rebbe Akiva, the kid is not a mamzer, but the kid is also the kuna. Say it's a girl, she's also the kuna. So Mana Komodim, who is it that agrees? Shimon Atemani, it must be Shimon Atemani who says that the only way you create a mamzer is through Chavi Kritut. This is not Chavi Kritut. You're right, the kid's not a mamzer, but it is pagum lakuna. And why is it? Now, this is really an elegant presentation. Why is it that this daughter is is pagumah uh, lakuna? It's a kalachomer from almana. Ma almana lakoin gadol. Shein isurashavabakol. After all, almana not being able to marry koin gadol is unique to the koin gadol. She could marry anybody else. Nonetheless, but not pagum, if the coin Gadol does marry her, that child is a halal. Zushi surasha vabakoso machzir grushato, who whose isur applies in no matter who her husband is. Eno din shibna pagum, so certainly the child is pagum. So we could challenge that. Ikalamifra. Mala almanashikini yatzmamit chalelat. After all, 
What happens to an Almanawa's relations to a coin? The first thing that happens is that she herself becomes a Chalava, according to Godel. And the second thing is, if she has a kid, the kid's a Chalal. So you cannot, so that proves that the Isurei Kuna have a certain strength to them. Uh, because even though they only apply to particular husbands, and in this case only one particular husband, nonetheless, the Isur is very strong because it affects the woman's status herself. The Yod, he Second of all, if you look at the pasuk, uh, the pasuk number two on the page describes Masiru Shato, says toivahi, and the drasha we've already seen this before is he toivah, but not her children, which means that her children should not be pagum. So we had a double smash. Viod smash number three. I call it a triple counter. Tanya Masiru Shato Manosei Chalutzato Manosei Korvat Chalutzato, parallel to our Mishnah. Mikivo Mer. It's a little bit more of a, of a, a fleshed-out presentation. Ain lo ba kiddushin. There's no kiddushin. Ve'ain lo tzichai menu get. So therefore, there's no need for a get. Ve'hi psula uvlada pasul. The woman becomes pasul, and the child becomes pasul. Now, pasul for what? We'll see. The kofino tol And they force him to divorce. V'chom omim yesh lo ba kiddushin. The kiddushin are valid. Tzichai menu get. She doesn't need to get divorced because it's an illicit relationship. The child is kosher and she's kosher. Now, Leman, who is this referring to? Lav lakuna. Doesn't this mean the child is kosher lakuna? Which means that you can't say everybody agrees that Marzir Grushato, the child is pagum lakuna, because here it says kosher. So no, lakal. No, you know what? It means the child is not a mamzer. The child can marry another Jew. So, he, uh, uh, so when you said So she's kosher for whom? Which is allowed to marry another Jew later? Because she had illicit relations that makes her bustle a kahal? We never heard of such a thing. It must be that, she, that when she says she's kosher, it means she's kosher lakuna. So if a man is mavzir gru chateau, uh, of course she's, she's bustle lakuna for a different reason. But if a man is no say krovat gru chateau, She's not nifslamina kuna as a result. So it must be that when it says hikshara vlada kasher, must be talking about the same kashrut. Just like she's kosher lakuna, her child's kosher lakuna. Thus defeating the statement that we heard in Rav Yosef's name. So media who says? Hakirita vakirita. Maybe each kashrut is different. Maybe when it said hikshara, that means hikshara lakuna. And we say vlada kasher, that means lakal, but not lakuna. So, Achinan Mistabran, in fact, it makes sense that the Kashrut is not synonymous and not parallel. I mean, Tiktani Reisha, and the Reisha says, Hipsula Vlada Pasul. What did Rabbi Kiva say? In those three relationships, she's Psula and the child's Pasul. Now, Hipsula Laman, who's she Pasul to? Elam Alakahal to marry another Jew? Because she is not allowed, she did something wrong, she's not allowed, she's Osir Lavobakal, there's no such thing. Can never become. Nifsala kahal, except by a physical, particular physical disfigurements, uh, if you're not born that way. El alav lakuna, must be when it says she's psula, means she's psula lakuna. He didn't zona. Uvlada pasul, and when it says the child is pasul, laman. Ilema lakuna, halakal kosher. What you mean, you think that the child is, uh, is only pasul lakuna, but not lakahal? Rabakiva already said the kid's a mamzer. Kids a mamzer, that means it's Asrullah Kahal. So when it says when the woman's Pasul, that must mean Psula only the Kuna. 
When it says the child's pasul, we know that means pasul le kahal. El apshita le kahal. It must be when we do ratio. How can it be on her Akiva's statement? Since the pasul in her case is not the same pasul as in the child's case. Sefanami akirita akirita. So in the Rabbanan's kashrut, one is kasher le kahal, one is kasher le kuna. Now, and now that answers our third punch. Now, about our second punch is he toiva nami. When he said toiva, he, we had two ways to read that exclusion. She's a toiva and not the co-wife. And that came down to the issue we discussed at the beginning of the Masechet about sarat marzir grushato, whether she's patur or chayav And um, And uh, so we'd say, he toiva ve'en banea toiva? No, we'd say, he toiva ve'en sarata toiva. The co-wife is not a toiva, but she and her children are. Ella almana kasha. But our first question, so we went in a chiastic order. We started with question one, then question two, question three. We answered three, we answered two, but we can't answer one. Which is, that we don't have an answer to. Because you said, I'm going to prove to you that an alma, that from a kabachomer from almana, that said that Mahzegru Chateau, the child of Pagum. And we challenged that by saying, I can't say that because after an almana's status changes vis a vis uh, by the with the bia with the machzigur shato doesn't right so so we we have now set aside the statement this is how it should read amar of yosef amar of shimon berebi everybody agrees that if you have bia with chavei kritod that the child is apostolakuna manakomodim who is that he kept him shimon atimani because he says the kids a mamzer. So Rabbi Yeshua, it must be Rabbi Yeshua, who has the most lenient position on Memtet, says, He says, the only way you create a mamzer is Chavi Mitot Beitin. We'll see that in a few days, why, why he says that. Even though the kid's not a mamzer, the kid is Pagum. Here we have the same Kalvachomer from an Almana. The challenge, this time we're going to be able to defeat. We say, because if a man has Bia, let's say, with his sister, according to Rabbi Yeshua, the kid is not a mamzer, but he will agree that the kid is pagum. Why? Kalachomri almana. Almana is an Easter that only applies to one man in the world, Koen Gadol. None will kill unless the kid is pasulikuna. Easter uh, achot, which applies to everybody, uh, certainly would create a pagum. So you're going to tell me that the almana becomes pasulalikuna as a result of this Bia with the Koen Gadol. Zachinami, same thing happens. Kevin Shabala Asazona. Man is be able to say with his sister or whatever, something that turns her into a zona. She's also possible. Her status does change vis a vis kuna. So therefore you could say your child is also possible kuna. So Now we have another Akomodim. Uh, but that's the end of that discussion. Akomodim, the Ebed Vaobid Kochim Abalbat Yisrael Shavlad Mams. Everybody agrees. That if a an, an eved or a goy has bia with a Jewish woman, the child is a mamzer. Mana who is that? So it can't be Rabbi Kiva, because Rabbi Kiva already would say that because it's chavi lavin. Shimonatimani, that's the chiddush. Even though he said a mamzer can't be created by chavi lavin, animili mechavi lavin dafsu bekedushin. That's chavi lavin that are Jewish where kedushin happens. He says, after all, why is why am I lenient, shall we say, about Chavi Lavin, 
because I say that the Chayvei Lavin, Kiddushin or Tofei. So obviously their relationship is not so super distant. Except for the kids, not a mamzer. We'll see the reasoning on Mamtet, and I'm giving a very quick version of it, and not, not even the true to the reasoning. But if we saw a relationship where Kiddushin just cannot happen at all, even for the Avad, then clearly that's very distant, similar to Chayvei Kritut, where Kiddushin can't happen. And that's the case with an Evad and an Oved Kuchad. Good. Meitavei, so we have a challenge to that. Over to Kolchami Avad, Abba Avad Yisrael Vlad Mamzer, Rabbi Shimon Yehuda Omer, Ena Mamzer, Elam Emishi Yisro Yisro Ervav Enosh Karet. So Rabbi Shimon Yehuda, who seems to be in the same flow of Shimon Shimon Atemani, who disagrees and says a child is not a Mamzer unless he's the result of a relationship where it's Chiyuv Karet and Evan and Over Kolchami are not. El Amar Yosef. This is that Manakomodim. Who's Manakomodim? Rabbi. Rebbe said that uh, that the notion of biachar chalitza. It's later on in the uh, in one of the later parakim in the uh, fifth parak of Gamliel says that uh, that when we say that if someone gives chalitza to one wife and then has bia with the other one doesn't need to give her a get. Uh, Rebbe said that's, that it only it follows like uh, Rabbi Kiva, who made a chalutza like an erva. Right? Uh, and, but Rebbe said, but I do not accept that. Nonetheless, but I would Rebbe, so another one, he said, Akomodim, Akomodim was not there to include Shimatimani. Indeed, he would say that Ovid Kochavim Evid Abalbat Yisrael, the kid is not a Mamzer. It's there to say that even Rebbe, who rejected Rabbi Akiva's opinion about a Chalitza, a Chalut, Chalutza being equal to an Erva, nonetheless did agree that in Evid and Ovid Kochavim Abat Yisrael, the kid is indeed a Mamzer. Yotz Hashem will pick up this point in the next podcast and continue on. And over the course of the next two or three podcasts, finished Daf Memtet Amvet just before that famous Mishnah on Memtet. Everyone should have one.